from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back with Love Your Life Institute. Yes, Kathy Hokum joining us here again live today on the podcast and Zoomcast. And she's the owner of her own company and life coach from Love Your Life Institute. Welcome back. How are you today? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Hope you had a good weekend. Excited to have you back here on the show. For those new timers out there, tell us a little bit about you and what you do before we begin today's conversation. I am a uh, life mastery consultant uh, certified by the Brave Thinking Institute. I do, um, I coach people with a variety of different programs and anywhere from 12 weeks to one year. And I also do speaking engagements and transcend dance, which is a dance modality that takes in 10 different, like yoga and different ones to release your stress. So um, that's um, pretty much my portfolio. I have retired from a long um, career in as a business analyst and programmer analyst. So I am now in my second phase of my life that I love and gave up my job that um, was soul sucking at the time. So I am enjoying life every single day. And that's, I'm sure one of the things you help people with as well, right? That job transition and really doing something that you love instead of going in that grind every day, not being happy because it weighs on us. So she's really helping us transform our dreams into reality in every different aspect. Uh, would you mind just sharing how we can contact you? You can contact me by emailing me at loveyourlifeinstitute at gmail.com or calling me at 705-927-7762. Beautiful. Or text me there as well. Great. All right. So what did you have in mind for us today? I know you have some slides prepared. Uh, let's get started. And by the way, you're from Ontario, right, in Canada, but you she works worldwide with people. Yes. I am. And I work, yes, remotely uh, worldwide with people. I am just um, going to see if I can share my screen here with you and bring that up. So today I'm going to share um, the third key in the power of vision, the third key to mastering your okay. results, which is befriending your fear. Mm-hmm. So, um, we have four areas in our life that we live each and every day. And whether we design our life or whether we live by default, we're still going to live 365 days in these areas of our life. So, you have health and well being, and you might love your health and well being right now, or you may not love it so much. Um, then we have love and relationships and your vocation which Mm -hmm. is what you do with your time most people that's your job um, and your time and money freedom so there's four areas and in a previous podcast we decided what we wanted and what we would love in all of those four areas we rated each area from one to five so then we picked an area that was our lowest and decided to um, write our dream on what you would love in that area of your life. So right now you're, you know, you notice what your current results are in your life. 
There are two signals for growth, as we previously discussed. There is longing and there's discontent. Longing means that you're longing for something more in your life. And that's given to you as a signal. That means that we are meant for more, right? So you get that longing and you get the discontent when you want something more in your life. And that allows us to grow. So we designed, we did the first key, designing our dreams, check. So we have a life that we would love, designed in all areas and detailed, as detailed as we can get. We decided that we wanted that dream. We made that decision. Just like I made a decision when I was at home, laying on my couch uh, during COVID, feeling like um, I hated my job. I felt like it was soul sucking. I, you know, wasn't in a good place because I was alone. I had uh, recovered from breast cancer. So my immune system was low when this happened. And I um, was in debt and just wasn't happy in life. So I decided at that moment that I was going to do something about that. And I was going to create a life I would love. And that's when I got into um, deeply into uh, the Brave Thinking Institute. And I stay in that study all the time, so that I'm always learning new things. And our third key that we're going to talk more about today is befriending your fear. So your fear are things that, you know, come up as you're moving towards your dream. They come up and um, say things to you like, yeah, right, that ain't going to happen. How are you going to do, th do that? Where will you find the time? Where will you get the money? These are paradigms that come up just to protect us in our life and to keep us at status quo. But what we want to do, and that's a good thing, it's a good thing when we recognize that these things are talking to us because that means we're on the edge of growth and that we have to get through that in order to come out on the other side ahead of ourselves. So who have you, Jill, ever had this? Have these things come up for you before? All the time. Uh, the angst, the worry of how am I going to get the money? How am I going to afford this? How, and I got two kids, right? And, but my biggest thing is the time. I always say, how am I going to find the time? I got the six and eight year old. We live alone. I work full time. Now they're home from school full time. Uh, they're not going to camp. And now I have to work from home and do with that. And how then uh, now there's no sports at night, but now I have to clean up the house after the day of them being home. And it just never ends. And it's overwhelming. And it, brings me such angst it really does yes so those are things that come up and you wonder how you're going to do it but you don't have to worry about the how right away mm -hmm. we're going to learn how to deal with these fears so you need to decide for your new results but three d's come up usually we call them the three d's the first one's delay distraction so that is um, you know, I don't have the time, like you're saying, or I need to do this before I can do that. Um, but we need to, um, you know, I got home late from work, so I can't go for my run. Mm -hmm. um, second one, 
is dissuasion. So, you know, it's all right. I need a break because I'm not seeing results anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's probably not worth the effort, right? Yeah. And then the third one is the big one, and it's called DEFCON. We call it DEFCON okay. 1. And this is when the sense of fear and anxiety set in, often with physical symptoms that we can that can lead to giving up on your dream altogether. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that to happen now, do we? Nope. It's not a matter of the 3Ds, that the 3Ds are coming, but when they will show up. Yeah. I want you to be aware of paradigms so that you'll recognize them when the show, when they show up, as you get even better at mastering your results. The truth of the matter is, it's a good thing and it's good news when they show up. There's That means you're growing and shifting in your life. So mm -hmm. there's no reason to fear a paradigm mm -hmm. in your life. So notice that part of you, when you think of your dream, you are like, heck yeah, I want this dream. Pay attention to that feeling for a moment. Then as you do that, you may notice that other nagging part of you that says, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that I picture. Fail, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kids are always the best, aren't they? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Heck yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you don't have what it takes and you think, what if I fail? That is your voice of fear. It's the part of you that wants things to stay status quo. Mm -hmm. That's your paradigm again. Fear and failure. Often fear will describe itself practically. Fear won't say, I'm here to kill your dreams. Mm -hmm. It's too smart for that. It will say, I'm here to keep you safe, or I'll make sure you don't experience pain again. I'll take care of your, of your kids. I'll make sure you don't, you're not embarrassed again. Now, now's not a good time. Wait until later. Have you ever had those come up? Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> Especially with these kids. These are great slides, by the way. <laughs> right. So, um, I'll, I'll prove to you that we all have had this. So, Everyone has learned to walk mm -hmm. and we walk, learn how to walk by falling down. Okay. So the first time you um, get up and take a step, okay. you fall down, right? Then you get up again and you might take a couple of steps to get to that cookie uh. or get to that toy that you love yep. and you fall down, but you don't sit there and think, you know, oh, mm -hmm. I can never walk because I keep falling down. Mm -hmm. There's no way I'll ever walk. You don't give up at that point. Yeah. You get up and you try again. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. You keep getting up, you yeah. keep trying yeah. again. And lots of times we learn more from failure than we do from success. Mm -hmm. So we keep getting that little bit and little bit and little bit further. And it's about taking baby steps towards your dreams. Yeah. So... Oops. 
Aww, and there are Yes, everybody loves Oprah. So she was fired by TV executives, told that she was not fit for TV. Mm-hmm. But she rose up and kept going and went on to create her own studio. Wow. Right? And Bruce Springsteen was fired from his first band and told by his manager that he couldn't sing. But he rose up and kept going. He is now known as the boss, of course, and has sold more than 135 million records worldwide. Can't sing. That's amazing. Oh, I don't yeah. know the Starbucks story. I'm excited to hear this one. Yeah, the founder of Starbucks, which was Howard Schultz, mm-hmm. was told there was no market for his kind of coffee. His loan application was rejected 242 times. What? Yeah. Now, nearly 30,000 Starbucks around, there are 30,000 Starbucks around the world, and the company has a net worth of more than $22 billion. Oh, my gosh. So imagine having your loan application and going to 243, because just that next one gave him the money in order to start his franchise. I never knew this story. Holy Wow, talk about perseverance. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then Walt Disney, of course, was fired from a newspaper for lacking imagination. Can you imagine? And what? we all know the yeah, and we all know the Walt Disney story, right? And now it's nearly it's worth nearly one hundred and thirty billion dollars. So every one of these successful people that we all recognize have gone through failures and have learned from those failures and gone on. So the point is that people with great success stories have also experienced great failure. In fact, fear and failure are prerequisites for achieving a great dream. Mm -hmm. So when the voice of doubt questions you and asks, what if you fail? Let your response be, bring it on. I might fail, but if I do, I will rise up and keep going and I will succeed. Befriending your fear. So how do we give power to that part of us that wants to move forward? Mm -hmm. When we are hearing that voice that wants us to play small, There is a whole process to this that I take my clients through in my Dream Builder program. But for our purposes today, I'm going to give you one thing you can do. Where your attention goes, energy flows. So when you notice your paradigm showing up, whatever form that shows up in that we discussed earlier, like fear, and you start thinking small, here's what to do. Interrupt that thought and say, not today and reconnect to your vision. So you need to notice that, then you need to say, not today, and then reconnect to your dream, the dream that you would love and that feeling of what you would love. Refocus your mind on your dream, all of those ideas that dissolve your discontent and answer your longings. Focus on what you would love, that 
the dream that brings you alive and has good in it for others, put the fear out of your mind and instead bring your dream to mind. And then when, and then this is the key, take an action step, sorry, towards your dream. Just thinking about your vision, your dream, and even writing it down is not going to make it happen. Just poof, like magic. You have to do your part, even if that means doing it afraid. So take a moment now and look at what you've written down as your dream and ask yourself, what is one thing I can do in the next five minutes that would move me towards my dream? So I will give you 30 seconds to think about that. I have to start small, right? It's baby steps. Ba- With baby steps. Right. Just one, right. one action you can take towards your dream. So um, if, you know, you want to open a business, then one action could be research on Google how to write a business plan. If you want to find the love of your life, one action could be join a club that of something you like to do mm-hmm. that you can meet people, right? So that's one thing that you can do. There are probably lots of things that you can do, but all you have to decide now is what is one action, mm-hmm. one action to take you towards your dream. So now you have, you've thought of at least one thing you can do, right? One action you can take towards your dream. And now you have a better understanding of what it means to befriend your fear. Now you've learned three keys to mastering your dream, designing your dream, deciding for your dream, and befriending your fear, which are three of the 10 principles that I teach in the Dream Builder program. And above all, remember that you are worthy of your dream and a life that you would love. Now I'm going to tell you a story about William H. Murray. It's a true story William H. Murray is known as one of the top five mountain climbers of all times. But he didn't start out that way. In fact, he almost let that opportunity for greatness slip him by. Most mountain climbers would tell you that the greatest achievement for any mountain climber is to summit Mount Everest. A man named Edmund Hillary was putting together a first attempt to climb Mount Everest with a team, and he wanted Murray on that team. At that point, no one had ever reached the top of Mount Everest, and the effort was going to require an investment of time and money. And each person, each climber, had to pay their own way. So when Hillary invited Murray, Murray thought, I would love to be on that expedition but how much is it going to cost and when he conf- and when confronted with the price he said he saw no way of coming up with that kind of money so he had to decline the invitation and hillary went on the climb without him hillary's team had a great expedition but they still did not reach the summit of mount everest a couple of years later Edmund Hillary was putting together another expedition, and he sought out Murray once again. Hillary said, Murray, we all want you on this team. Come with us this time. And for the second time, William H. Murray 
asked how much it would cost to go on this expedition. And once again, when confronted with the amount of money, he declined based on conditions. So Hillary and his team hiked Everest without him a second time. They got further up the mountain this time, but still did not reach the peak. Deja vu? And Hillary asks Murray again for the third time. Hillary says, listen, Murray, we're going to go one more time. And I think we're going to reach the summit this time. Because when we got down last time, I looked back at Everest and I said, I will climb you because you're not getting any bigger and I am. So this time when Hillary asked Murray to come with his team, Murray asked a different question. He said, how much is the deposit? Because Murray decided that he would go on this expedition, he had no idea how he was going to pay for the trip, but the how didn't matter. He was committed. He put down the initial down payment and he was on his way. As it turns out, Murray attracted all the financial resources required to go on this expedition. And it was Murray who discovered a Southern route on Everest and allowed the group to summit the mountain. Murray wrote about his experience in a book called Evidence of Things Not Seen. And one of his famous quotes from that book is absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Let that sink in. Absence of evidence is simply absence of awareness. So you have a Mount Everest in your dream, right? You don't know how to get there. And perhaps there's no clear path at this point that you can see. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means you are still growing your awareness to be able to see the things you can to do to generate what your result, what the result is that you want. And I am honored to be able to support you in learning the keys to master those results. I help people each and every day learn how to master their results and get a life that they love living. I am going to close this workshop with another famous quote from Murray's book. He says, whatever you can do, or sorry, this is both, says, whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius in it. You have a splendid dream. You wrote it down. You can feel it. You made a decision for it. And to achieve your dream, you get to decide for it again and again, no matter the circumstances, no matter the fear, no matter the failure. You get to decide for it when it's uncomfortable and you don't feel like it because there's one elementary truth. You commit to your dream and befriend your fear because when you do, a whole stream of events issue for that decision. Raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen yeah. incidents and meetings and material assistance, which you could not have dreamt would come your way. Have you ever thought of something that you would really love and achieved it and gotten there and then looked back and didn't know how you made it? That's taking one step at a time. So for those of you who are willing to commit to your dream, and for those of you who would love to support 
support in achieving your dream. If you would love a coach to help you submit or summit Mount Everest, I am here for you. Remember, as you walk through those doors out into your life, you know that what is inside of you is far greater than any challenge that you're facing. You have incredible power within you. This is your moment. Today is your day to take bold action. Because as Goethe says, whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius in it and magic in it. So I have a special gift for you today for each one listening and those that are ready to take action on their dream. My gift to you is a 30 minute strategy session over the phone or by Zoom, whichever you're comfortable with. I carve out time every week in my schedule for these 30 minute strategy sessions. Now, this is a one-on-one opportunity valued usually at $250. Some of you know that you are ready to invest in achieving your dream. So for you, here's the next step. Some one-on-one time with me over the phone or by Zoom where we can invest in you, your dream, and discover the path of how you can get there. I'm offering a strategy session. Beautiful. Completely complimentary at no charge. It's my gift to you for listening to this podcast. So how many of you are serious about achieving your dream and would like a strategy session? Reach out. Reach out. You can contact me by emailing me at loveyourlifeinstitute at gmail.com. Or you can text or call me at 705-927-7762. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. Love Your Life Institute. Kathy Hokum. I'm sorry we're out of time, but we got everything in today. Go there. Get your free gift. Uh, speak to her. Cannot hurt, right? Take a risk. Do it today. Thanks, Joe. Thank you so much, Kathy. We appreciate your time here and uh, excited to work with you. And hopefully our listeners are going to call you as well and uh, we'll get started. Thanks so much. Yes. Hope you have a fantastic day. Bye, Kathy. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.